Okay, so I'm sickening myself talking so much about vaccines of late, so I'm sure I'm pissing people off. But fortunately or unfortunately, whatever way you phrase it, this is going to be another episode very loosely related around vaccines. And if you're sick of me fucking talking about them, tough shit, because it's my podcast and I'll cry if I want to. But what it has me thinking about is I found myself wanting slash needing to know more about mRNA vaccines, about pandemics, about public health awareness, about governance, about censorship, about protocols, about about loads of different loads of different areas. And it has me thinking about learning new things generally. And I'm starting to think of it in terms of how we learn. And what I'm thinking of is something that I've actually only mentioned recently enough, which was the the idea, as kind of base and simplistic as it might sound at first, that we think in the language that we speak. And I floated the idea a couple of weeks back, or more recently, as to whether or not people who are multilingual do they think in different languages? And apparently they do, because I asked past guests in front of the show, Juliana Nenepene, who is a fluent Spanish speaker and a fluent English speaker. And to just summarise the very brief conversation that we had in it, when she's in Ireland speaking to English people, living an English-speaking life, she thinks in English. But when she goes home, and the longer that she stays home in her Spanish-speaking family's house, the more inclined she is to speak in Spanish. Which I personally just think is fucking fascinating. But anyway, the take-home point here is that we think in the language that we speak. But that has me thinking about different topics. So I'm going to pick a topic that I know a bit about, which is business. Now, in order for me to think about business or to have a conversation with somebody else about business because having a conversation with somebody else and thinking are very much two sides of the same coin because when you're thinking you're having a conversation with yourself and when you're having a conversation with somebody else it's obviously slightly different than thinking but fundamentally they're very very similar so in order for me to have a productive conversation about business with somebody That person needs to know the language of business because there are certain terms in business that you need to understand because if you don't understand them, you're not going to be able to have a very deep conversation about business. The types of things that I'm thinking of are net and gross profit, return on investment, logistics, supply chain, branding, PR, cash flow, marketing. If you don't understand these words, you're going to struggle to have a conversation with any real depth or meaning about business generally. Because you don't know the language of business. You know, you might be fluent in English. You can be fluent in English and not know what any of those words or terms mean. And I don't mean, I don't mean jargon. I don't mean getting your ducks in the row or thinking outside the box or low-hanging fruit or let's take this offline or, you know, all that kind of fucking shit. Push the envelope, you know, oh, that's not my wheelhouse. That's just fucking jargon. That's just bollocksology. But 
gross and net profit, return on investment, cash flow. Like they're fundamentally important terms in order to have a conversation about business. Which has me thinking, what are the fundamentally important terms that you need to understand before you can either think or have a conversation about COVID more generally? And there's a few things that are coming to mind. So you're going to need to know, for example, what the CDC is, the Centre for Disease Control. And I don't mean you'd need to know the acronym. You need to know what it is. You need to know what the FDA is. And again, not just that it stands for Food and Drug Administration. You need to know the wider role that it plays in society. You need to know who this Dr. Fauci cunt is. And you need to know that he's the President of the United States Chief Medical Advisor. And that's why, if you don't know explicitly who he is, you've probably heard the name bandied around over the last couple of years, or the last year, last year and a half, since the dawn of COVID. You need to know these terms, and I'm just building up a list now at the minute of different terms that you need to know before you can really have the conversation around it. I shared a plane with a guy called Randy Barnes. He was Ireland's man in Austin in relation to the aeronautical industry. He uh, worked for Enterprise Ireland. I got chatting to him on a flight to Austin. And he said something to me that really fucking hit a chord. It, it, it just stuck in my head. He was saying that he, I can't remember what background he had, but it wasn't in, you know, aeroplanes aer, or anything of the sort. And I wondered and questioned as to how he got that role, because the role that he was in was explicitly to do with the aeronautical industry. And he said that most businesses are essentially the same, but the trick is to, and this is the bit that really sank in him, he said that, the trick is to separate the nice to know from the need to know. And that really sank in with me because I've been questioned and quizzed about my business from people who are, as I describe it, proper growers. People with degrees in horticulture, people with, you know, 10, 20, 30 people working for them, people who've been growing plants as a business for 20 or 30 years and these cunts have often laughed at me when I don't know the answers to what they would consider really basic questions and they kind of look down their nose at me when I don't know the percentage of nitrogen that's in my fucking fertilizer for example but that hasn't stopped me from operating a successful business over the last five years and going from strength to strength year on year and the further on down that line that I go, the less inclined I am to give two flying shites about the percentage that nitrogen makes up in my substrate. Because that would be nice to know, but it's certainly not need to know. Because if I can operate a controlled growing environment business for five years and make a profit year on year and grow year on year, then I don't really need to know that particular piece of information. That piece of information might be nice to know, but certainly not need to know. And in the same vein, knowing this mRNA stands for messenger ribonucleic acid is nice to know, but it's certainly not need to know. And knowing about the different fucking proteins and spikes and... Oh, God, I'm, I'm already fucking 
way out of my depth here. The actual biology of it, how it actually functions, that would be nice to know but not need to know. Which I suppose begs the question, what is need to know? And to me at least, it's far more important that you're aware that the guy who essentially invented mRNA vaccines, Robert Malone, it's more important to me at least to know that he's been banned off LinkedIn and censored from YouTube. It's far more important that I know that than I know the inner workings on a molecular level of how the drug actually works. All this actually has me thinking about a scene in Breaking Bad whereby Jesse Pinkman has been brought to, I think it's a lab in Mexico, and there's a load of chemists who are waiting the arrival of this super chemist in, in Jesse Pinkman to show them how they make this fucking crystal meth or whatever, whatever drug it was that they were making in the show. And Jesse Pinkman is asking, where's the phenylacetic acid? And he's told, why are you asking where is it? Anyone with any kind of knowledge of chemistry could whip that up in five minutes. But what your man Jesse Pinkman says in his defence to the guy who sent him there kind of on the slide off to the side was, look lad, I get my phenylacetic acid from the barrel with the B on it. And it just goes to show he doesn't understand chem- chemistry. But he does understand exactly the process of how to make a particular product. And in order to make that, he needs the barrel with the B on it, as he puts. But that's a great example of the difference between what's nice to know and what's need to know. And I suppose what I have to do now is compile a list of what's need to know in relation to COVID. And when I say in relation to COVID, fuck. I mean in relationship to my thoughts on what's only been very recently floated, this idea that we're going to have or need to have vaccine passports. Like that to me is very, very scary. And what's scary about that is it was obvious that this was going to become an issue a year ago before there was any word of a vaccine, of having one, say. We always knew, we knew from day dot that we were going to need a vaccine and that we were going to need to get everybody vaccinated. But there was never any mention of vaccine passports. Not that I've heard, at least, in relation to Ireland especially. Until fucking yesterday, when our wankers of government turned around and said, oh, you know the way we're opening up the hospitality sector on the 5th? Well, no, we're not. We're going to push that back. Oh, and by the way, when we do open up, it's only going to be vaccinated people that are allowed to let in. Is it, yeah? And what about all the people that fucking work in the restaurants? Because the last time I checked, it's predominantly people under 30 who haven't even been called for their vaccinations yet. So now we have a, a circumstance whereby the vaccinated and only the vaccinated are welcome into our restaurants to be served by people who haven't been vaccinated. But I'm not going to go on a big anti-fucking government rant, at least not in this episode. But I do in order to make sense of this situation, I have to sit down and as a first step, write down all the different component parts that I need to know in order to be fluent 
in the topic that I'm trying to cover. And I think I may have alluded to this if I didn't say it directly in the, in previous episodes. We're fucked in relation to doing anything about what's happening now, in my estimation. The work that I'm doing now is in relation to the next pandemic. Because the next pandemic is coming. And it, it's, it's coming like this one has been coming. And it mightn't be, maybe, maybe, maybe the next pandemic is the wrong way to look at it. The next event, call it. The next event whereby our government is involved. And see, this is the thing. Our government represents us. Like, it's bad enough that we, we get kind of shit on by our own government. That's bad enough. But what's worse is that they represent us. We're being shit on by people who who supposedly represent us. And I've more or less been saying from day dot that the answer to essentially all our problems, and not all our problems collectively, but each individual problem as we come up with them, is is an informed populace. But it's all well and good waxing lyrical about how we need to raise the awareness of our populace. But I mean, that kind of shit's... That kind of shit starts at home. So I, I feel, isn't it fucking unimaginable to think that I personally feel an obligation and an onus on myself to educate myself in relation to all these matters so I can talk about it on the podcast. Like that that, like that, that has fallen on me. Some mad cunt talking into a microphone in a fridge in Castletown. Surely there's somebody else doing this. Not to fucking my knowledge they're not. On the world stage there are. A handful of them. Not a whole fucking pile. Your man, that Dr. Robert Malone fella is one. Brett Weinstein is another. These guys are people who... Their wheelhouse is infectious disease. That's their shtick. And they are talking about it. But... Whereas you think these people would get all the help in the world in promoting their thoughts. The opposite is the case. These people are literally being silenced. And when that starts to happen, the onus is on people like me who are aware of it to at the very least make other people aware of it. And I personally would consider that a responsibility that I don't take lightly. And I have to be very careful. And as far as I'm concerned, at least, I'd like to think that I've had a very measured approach in what I've said, when I've said it, and how I've said it, in relation to all the topics that I cover. And I'm going to ask now again, repeatedly, for your help in steering me in the right direction. And you'll get me on 89 60 888. I'd love to know your thoughts on what are the component parts that people need to understand or at the very least need to be aware of, need to be fluent in to have this wider conversation? I want to know what people's thoughts are in relation to vaccine passports. Or as I heard it <laughs> phrased slightly cynically earlier today, medical segregation or medical apartheid. But again, like most things, they tend to, when you get when you get into them, when you get when you start 
doing a deep dive into these things and you go down to the fundamental presuppositions of people's arguments, you start having a philosophical conversation, which is essentially what I've been having for the last year. Trying to figure out what my thoughts are, where they come from, where they're leading to and how best to utilise them for my own benefit and the benefit of the people around me and for the benefit of broader society. And isn't it a sad, sad, sad state of affairs when I can't name 10 people who are doing what I'm striving to do only way fucking better? I can't name one of them. Now, again, I'm out of that loop. I don't, I'm not in that kind of mass media, corporate media marketplace. I, 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 I've no involvement in it. I've no association with it. I don't listen to the radio. I'm not on Twitter. Maybe there are people who are doing what I feel the need to do myself. But I'm certainly not aware of them and I'd love to be made aware of them. So again, if you know of anybody else who speaks fluently and coherently and is a genuine, decent, authentic, autonomous human being that's actually talking about this, fucking let me know about them. I'm all ears. Again, you'll get me on 089 60 47 888. And on that note, I'll chat you soon. Poof.